Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Uh, I don't know where Maureen's gone. Uh, this is her section where she's talking about it. She's fucked off. Um, oh, she's back. We- yeah, we finished You're, your section, Maureen. No, we just finished your you? section, Maureen. Yeah. Well done. I, I've been having to fill in. <laughs> I bet you found that difficult. Oh. Did, uh, where did you go? Amazon came. <laughs> Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utter bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women, the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. Fantastic. All right. Series two, ladies. Yay. Woo. And uh, we just wanted to start off this season, our series, by thanking our first round of patrons. Uh, so we just want to give a quick shout out and a thank you to David, Michelle, Paula, Karen, Louise, Natalie, Lisa, May, Marina and Siobhan. Siobhan! Thank you to everyone! Did you not know how to say that? I've never, no, that is, I've never seen that spelling before. I'm not going to lie, Siobhan, so. It's an Irish spelling. Thank you very much to all of our patrons. How exciting to begin season two with fans. We didn't know it was possible. Maureen and I did a podcast for seven years. We had a fan base of 11. And so this to us is a unique experience. We believe that the missing ingredient has been Alison June Smith. And that is why. And of course, our fantastic producer, Leanne Our Coop. amazing producer. And I think basically, Maureen, what we've learned is you and I can't do anything alone because it's an absolute <laughs> failure. So... Hey, gang, season two, what an absolute... It's, do you know what? It, it's been interminable, hasn't it? This whole time without each other. We've missed each other, right? Yeah. What, six weeks? Maureen's real quiet. You missed us, right, Maureen? Yeah, you missed yeah, us. Missed you. Okay, there Can we go. Can I just say, these? we have a WhatsApp group and Jen and particularly Alison write really lovely messages and I just send a sticker. Don't you? You go, oh, I really miss you and I've just sent a sticker. With a thumbs up. Sometimes the sticker isn't even smiling. It's just a thumbs up like, yeah, gotcha. You're like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay then. <laughs> it's quite passive aggressive. It's like, oh, God, it's just not passive aggressive. Stop it's wittering just... on, thumbs up. <laughs> 
I could never accuse you of being passive aggressive, more just aggressive. Too... Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> Uh, and, I, and I'm used to that kind of uh, vibe, as you know, from my mother. I think that's why we get on so well. I'm like, oh, she reminds me of my mum. So it's been six weeks and we're back in lockdown. Oh, my days. We started series one in lockdown and we're starting series two still in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Well, it has been a long old road, but we're here to lighten everyone's load. That sounds like something you do after you've been to the toilet, doesn't it? I'm it so does. sorry. <laughs> where, where have you been? I've just, just, just lightened the load. I'll tell you what WTV does. It helps to move my bowels. You won't need fibre again. We are your audio fibre. Exactly. This is why Maureen's diet, she never bothers with it. She's like, I don't need to worry about my diet. I've got WTB when I need to relax. my. Look, I don't know why we're talking about that. So whoever brought that up, wind your neck in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Fair enough. (laughs) Hey, what have you been doing? What have you been doing, ladies, in the holiday? Well, in the holiday, the time we've been off. (laughs) In the holiday, that is your life. That's my life since last March. But anyway... (laughs) In the holidays. I don't need any more bloody holiday. Uh, I'm still swimming. It's February and I'm still swimming. I went for a swim this morning. Well done. It's snowing outside. The stones on the beach are, are, are cemented together with ice. So like normally the pebbles move as you go down, but they're like rock solid. Got in the water and there was a little bit of me that thought, have I completely lost my marbles? <laughs> it, as the snow is landing on my face as I'm in the water and it's absolutely freezing. And I did go, actually decided uh, to go for a proper swim this morning. Don't ask me why. And I'm still, ha- and it's, that was at eight o'clock this morning and I'm still not warm. <laughs> still not warm. I've had two coffees. I've had, I'm wrapped, you can see I'm wearing a fleecy kind of jumper. Yeah. So I don't know if now is the time to stop or if I'm just going to keep going. I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to keep going until I get bicarbonate of soda. That's what what my son uh, describes hypothermia. He's like, oh, mama, you're going to get bicarbonate of soda. (laughs) Yeah. So he thinks every time I go in, he's like, mama, did you get bicarbonate of soda? I went, yeah, a little bit of bicarbonate of soda, darling. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Alison, what about you? Puppy stuff, gang. Uh, Puppy's been enjoying the snow. Uh, That's been kind of fun. Uh, Decluttering. Decluttering the house still, everyone. We're still on that stage. Just generally surviving. Oh, God, we've got nothing, have we? I mean, basically, we're on series two. You're still wanging on about the puppy and I'm still banging on about about sea swimming. We've got nothing to offer people. Maureen, for the love of God, are you doing anything? I've been cooking. I went on a vegan. I've gone on a vegan oh my God. cookery she course. She has. She's eating vegan food now. <laughs> been eating vegan food. Well, I've ate it once. But um, somebody wrote to me and said, "Have you never cooked a meal without meat or cheese?" I'm like, "No. Why would you have a meal without I mean, meat or cheese?" I said to Maureen, "If you're eating an apple, or you've had a packet of crisps. You basically that's vegan." Maureen's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, "I've never eaten anything vegan before." I was like, "I think you have." So I cooked. And it was actually edible. I cooked a squash and, okay, apparently I say this wrong. I said a squash and thyme coconut curry, but apparently it's thyme. I don't understand, Maureen, how you have got to this age. You don't know how to pronounce the herb. Well, I don't usually use herbs. What is that? What is the song that has rosemary and thyme? That really well known song you can't remember. No, there's a song, isn't there? There's like a <laughs> rosemary and thyme. What is the. Come on! Leanne's looking at me blank faced. Alison. 
Allison's going, what are you talking about? There is a song and it's got Rosemary and Thyme in it. Uh, what is that? It, it's, a, it's like a folk, a folk song. Oh, thank God for that. It's Simon and Garfunkel, isn't it? Yes. Uh, how, how does it go? Oh, Oh, is it Scarborough Fair? Are yeah. you going, going to, to Scarborough Scar. Fair? Parsley, sage, rosemary and thyme. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not thyme. It's thyme. I, 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 everybody, there's people that have never cooked with thyme in their life that know it's thyme. Am I right, Alison? Um, yes. Yes, you are correct. But you, you know what? Hey, uh, people, thyme, maybe Maureen, I'll start saying it that way. Who, who yeah. gives a crap, right? Uh, I look, if I was Alison, I'd just go, but in North America, that's how we say it. Because that's what Alison does every time we correct her. But uh, Alison's right, though. Don't you throw that on me. Hokey, hokey, pokey. Hokey, pokey. <laughs> Guys, don't let's go down that wormhole. Well, look, we're back. It's series two. I'm very excited that we're back just purely because I've got something finally to do with my day or with my week. Can you imagine? This is it. This is all I've got. Maureen, I think it's only fair that we should find out what is your be my marine moment. I'm going to close my internet. Don't close my internet. <laughs> I'm at my email. Maureen switches it off at the wall. I haven't put any makeup on. Oh, for fuck's sake, Maureen, it's a podcast. Get a grip. We might have to push your boundaries out of it, okay? <laughs> my Be More Maureen moment is I am starting to stream on Twitch. Feel free to join us on twitch.tv forward slash Maureen Younger. First one. This Sunday at three o'clock. Before we go any further, before we start the Be More Morning, can I just ask you a quick question? What are you doing on Twitch? Okay, let's move on. So anyway, (laughs) feel free to follow me. I've got 14 followers, which is 14 more than I thought I was going to have already. So I I did stream accidentally. That's another could be a Be More Morning moment, but we won't go there. But anyway, the main one is I phoned up Bethany Black, who has a show between two and three every day. I thought, ask her for some advice about streaming. What 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 could go wrong? So I phoned her up, and uh, what could go wrong with that? Do you think, ladies? Well, you, I, I probably imagine that you phoned her between two and three. <laughs> Correct, two twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I'll put the link. We'll put the link on the WTP social media and my media to give her her due. Bethany Black dealt with it with a great deal of grace. Uh, dealt with it very well. She said, oh, some comic's trying to ring me. And Marina, who's actually joined our Patreon account, actually said to herself, she told me later, she said, I bet you that's Maureen Younger. (laughs) And it was. Maureen's calling Bethany Black about Twitch while Bethany Black is live on Twitch. And can I just say to Bethany Black, she is such a lovely, lovely woman that she phoned me up after her show and talked to me about Twitch for 40 minutes, despite me ringing her during her Twitch show. Gotta love Beth. Good woman. So thank you, Bethany. (laughs) (laughs) Most people would have gone, I'll phone her in a couple of weeks. But not Beth. She gets back to you straight away. (laughs) Well, Maureen, I don't, I mean, I know, because I know a lot of the Be More Maureen moments that are coming up in this series because, uh, let's be honest. uh, Jen's lived them with you. I've either lived them with you or I've heard them uh, directly (laughs) after. And I have to say that that is the the least of them. (laughs) It's a good warmer upper for season two. We're just getting into the world. For those of you joining us, this is just the beginning. Yeah, Alison, I'm not going to tell you anymore, but there's one I told Jen that Jen didn't know about just very recently when she was a bit stressed. And I told her a classic, a real classic that is coming up later. I can't put that on. I can't put that on the podcast. And Jen went, oh, no. 
you have to put that on the podcast. So we're going to not even tell oh, you, Alison, beforehand. Teaser. Oh, I'm so excited. It's a great one. And I'm, I insisted it has to get on the podcast. So we've got all that and much more to look forward to. On, this is beginning to sound like an actual professional radio show on WTB. Uh, streaming. Uh, it's not streaming. Recorded. Uh, stop talking, Brista. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you, Maureen. That was an absolutely brilliant beginning to your Be More Maureen moments of which God only knows. That the fact that you have managed to to collect a good 25 Be More Maureen moments in the six weeks we've been away is... We don't even have... We don't have I don't actually have to worry about you doing any between now and the end of this series because we've got enough. We've absolutely got enough. And there'll be more coming, won't there, obviously? Of course, of course. But now, uh, of course, it's time uh, for our hours... Favourite part of the show, more, and I think you'll agree. It's time to ask Alison. Go to the gym, get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating chips. Take my advice. Take my advice. Cause I ain't using it. No, no. No, no. Take my advice. I ain't using it. Woo! Wow. Everyone, I'm so excited to get back to giving some advice so I can escape my life. I think this one is the best way to start off this season. This is this is one that I think is going to affect a lot of people. And actually, it was quite a few people that wrote in with this with this issue. So here in the UK, we're in... Is this lockdown? What is this? Lockdown 27? I'm not sure anymore. 387? I'm not sure anymore. We're in lockdown 3. <laughs> so whatever state of lockdown you are at in the world, uh, odds are you're in lockdown, right? Uh, there are very few places that aren't locked down, so you're in some sort of lockdown. So a lot of people are finding the second, third, whatever lockdown it is, a lot harder than in the beginning when we, we were coping with lockdown. Um, so people were like, why is this one so much harder and what can I do to stay positive during these times? And, you know, normally I come on and, you know, I don't like to toot my own horn, but I try to stay positive. I try to stay positive. I always like to see the silver lining. But even this has gotten to me, and I didn't know that the lockdown got to me. This is how I knew uh, my Danny's, uh, my partner's parents, did a little outdoor visit with us. We said hi. Uh, his mother phoned me a little while later and was like, hey, I just wanted to say hi. It was great to see you. You look great. I'm just wondering if you're okay because, uh, you know, you just were missing that, that Allison spark you normally have. I'm not going to lie. I instantly started to cry. I was like, oh, my God, my spark is gone. Too. I can't believe it. I went upstairs. <laughs> I talked to Danny, my partner. I was like, your mom just called to see if I was okay. And he was like, I thought you were fine. And I was like, yeah, because you're used to me without a spark now as well. So I think that even if we don't think it's affecting us, it might be. <laughs> So, um, and the reasons why I think it's affecting us so badly this round. Um, there's less light at the end of the tunnel, everyone. In the beginning, I think we were very optimistic this would pass. So we're feeling a little, little less light at the end of the tunnel. And it's actually called the psychology of uncertainty, everyone. There's a terminology for it. So it's psychology of uncertainty. So not knowing what's going to happen is constantly playing on us. And there's also something called pandemic or rule fatigue. Because let's face it. Every day, there's been a new set of rules, a new set of this. So we're constantly in a state of like on guard, being ready, follow these rules. So this is playing on us completely 
constantly. So this is why it's it's hurting us so much uh, this time around, everyone. Uh, to stay positive, here are some suggestions I came up with. I, I broke it down into two groups, and I did a lot of reading. So I've gathered a lot of suggestions. So some of them you might be like, forget it. Some of them you might be like, yes. Jen, I tried to, the whole time I was doing it, to think about parents. Because a lot of these things are like, do this, do that. We don't necessarily have a lot of time. So as I say some of these things, please don't think you have to set aside, you know, a half hour. These are things that you can just do to try and incorporate that might help a little bit. So physical things we can do that'll help. I mean, obviously, we know the basics. Get some exercise, all right? Move around, stretch. Big one, please still go outside. Even though it's cold, you need a little dose of outside. Even if it's five minutes every day, you got to get outside. Prioritize sleep everyone. I don't know what your sleep schedules have been like, but sleep is so important during these times. If you need to crash nap, you go crash nap. Uh, If you need to start setting a bedtime, that's something that maybe you should think about. So sleep is really important. I can see Jen looking at me like, yeah, you try sleeping. (laughs) And I I get it. I get it. So again, just saying this, um, vitamin D, gang, I cannot stress enough how important vitamin D is right now. With lack of sun, If you're in an area like us in England where there's no sun and the daylight just is not, it's out for what, two hours? Uh, So vitamin D, a big one. And I'm going to throw this in, everyone. Uh, Myself, I've been uh, using a little CBD oil. Just saying, on the side, it is legal everywhere. so weird. You should say that. I have been recommending CBD oil by half a dozen people who are like, what is CBD oil? Yeah, it's the sister to THC. And basically, it is a derivative marijuana yeah THC but CBD basically is like uh, all the things like the um, anti-anxiety help you sleep without you getting high so it's like the 40 I think 40 percent is the maximum that you can take so they suppress it into an oil so there you don't get high or anything like that and CBD is legal uh, here uh, I think most places Um, so CBD oil really does help everyone with sleeping with anxiety so I throw that in as a personal recommendation Emotionally, here are some things you can do. It's a, it's a long list, but I'm going to read them out quick. Set some goals. Start journaling a little bit during the day, even just a few minutes a day to record what's going on in your head. Create some daily routines. If that just means you get up and wash your face every morning and you, you apply a certain cream, you do some sort of routine. If that means you stand outside and yell at the sky for two minutes every day, that's fine. You do that. But create some sort of a routine for yourself. Phone a new friend every day. It's important to talk to lots of different people. If you get stuck in the cycle of the same 10 people, it can get a little... It can get a little uh, Depressing. I'm sure those 10 people are lovely, but it's important to talk to different people. Learn something new. I mean, if you got some time, try to pick up a new skill. Declutter. This is a big thing. Try to get some crap out of your life, right? Get rid of that stuff. That's Sometimes we have emotional attachment to things, and, and decluttering our home can help a little bit. Uh, spend an hour away from your phone at least a day. Put that phone off. Put it aside one hour a day. Um, Expressing gratitude. Look, a lot of people think it's cheesy. If you can think of three things you're grateful for in the morning, three things at night, I promise you there's no room for negative or depressive thoughts when you're at least trying to think of things you're grateful for. It can be as simple as a cup of coffee. I love a hot cup of coffee. Uh, The sun's out today. Whatever it is, just something. Uh, You're going to love this, Maureen. When I read this, I thought of you. Engage in repetitive movements such as knitting. 
sewing. Uh, I've got a hula hoop, everyone. I'm going into hula hooping is what I'm doing. Yeah. Repetitive movements because it kind of puts you in a zen-like state. So that's something. Uh, Watch something every day that makes you laugh. YouTube clip. I don't know, someone falling down the stairs. Whatever is going to make you laugh. Something that makes you laugh once a day. Uh, cut back on social media and news, or at the very least, don't do it first thing in the morning or last thing at night because that's left in your head. Uh, cook your favorite dessert. I liked that. Cook your favorite dessert and eat it. Um, and I liked this one, my final one. Say no to somebody. I think saying no sometimes gives you a lot of power, and I think a lot of us feel really overwhelmed and stretched. So sometimes saying no to something, it it gives you some power back in your life. These are a few things I think we can all try to do to help, and I think it'll bring a silver lining to this pandemic round. There you go. Oh, Alison, very good advice. Thank you very much indeed. Yes, this uh, third lockdown is a fucking shit show and I don't mind saying that I'm not coping very well at all so I'm going to be uh, mainlining CBD oil into my eyeballs actually <laughs> just injecting it directly in to make sure I get maximum effect ASAP and perhaps just uh, chopping up a line of uh, vitamin D I don't know but I need to get something in here to uh, just develop a little bit of optimism but I do think the never ending uncertainty is a horror show but also I think think because I get trapped into that news cycle I'm very much a compulsive uh if if there's something that's desperately unhealthy for me like compulsively looking at the news that I do that's what I do that's my very some people just sit on Facebook or Instagram but I'm just constantly going BBC News Guardian BBC News Guardian uh and it's it's all horrible (laughs) there's no positive news out there and it can make you feel it does make you feel worse and also what I've learned about doing that is that the news changes all the time Mm -hmm. and so you can be like they've just told me this horrible thing and then two weeks later they're like we've found a cure and you're like oh i feel better now it's not working i feel terrible it's okay we found a booster you know whatever it is yeah just stop whatever the cycle of uh you know that's that you find unhealthy whether it be social media or um the news i think both of those things are really do weigh wear on your mental health massively yeah i think I tell you what has been good for me is just podcasts. I've been listening to tons of them. I mean, for anyone listening to this, thank you. But also there's plenty of others you could listen to. Uh, But but but, no, but do. Oh, no, 100% do. Listen, there's loads of great podcasts out there. I'm not finding watching TV is helping me much, but listening to podcasts and listening to the radio are finding really therapeutic. Or audio books I'm really enjoying as well. Yeah. Because it means I can do the washing or I can cook. But I've also got a little book in my ear roll. Yeah? And I can highly recommend The Other Mother by Jen Brister. <coughs> and The Void by Maureen Younger. And The Void by Maureen Younger. But is that on audiobook, Maureen? No, it's not, but still buy it anyway. So, okay. <laughs> it's kind of completely missed the point, though. Um, Alison, thank you very much. That was absolutely marvellous. And I already feel like the load has been lightened. And again, that is not a euphemism for going to the toilet. Yeah. Okay. Sound fibre. Great. <laughs> is the show called oh yeah i've got it we've been talking bollocks yeah okay is everyone happy with that (laughs) and now it's time to find out what we've all been watching on television it's a sin that's what i've been watching 
Maureen straight in with it's a sin. Do you like it, Maureen? Have you seen it? Have you seen it, Alison? No, I've watched clips, but from what I saw, I that's why I said I think it would just be you would love it. Yeah, it's really, really. I mean, Jen, what did you think? Because you've watched it as well. Yes, I loved it. I loved it. It's a very, very emotional show to watch, particularly during a global pandemic. Um, <laughs> I did think as I was watching, it, I was like, I mean, is this the show I should be watching? Well, I already feel very emotional. Um, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought all the performances were fantastic. The writing was amazing. I did go onto Twitter and make perhaps, I hope not a controversial statement about one of the characters um, that I felt didn't get enough three dimensions to her. Um, I did feel like the women in the, sh the the series were mainly caretakers, but I was told that the show was supposed to be eight episodes and was only five. And in those extra three episodes, that's when uh, Russell T Davis was trying to give those women more of a um, a, uh, a voice and a story. But unfortunately, as with everything that happens with women, it ended up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> that aside. I loved it. What did you think of the show? I thought it was really good because obviously being straight, I didn't realise how homophobic, you know, it was in Britain, what was it, 30, 40 years ago? Mm. Obviously, if you're gay, you're going, yeah, more than it was. But I, that's, that's I think, a shock to straight people to realise how um, awful AIDS victims were treated. Yeah, they were dehumanised, weren't they? I think that's what you get from the series is how quickly um, these men became less than human and were sort of treated almost like they were just pieces of meat. I mean, I, I, I found that really shocking. Even though we kind of knew that that, I mean, obviously I was a child when all this was going on, so I didn't know what was going on, but years have passed and we all know how victims of AIDS victims were treated. But seeing it in a drama is, you know, it, it, it creates, and with their backstory, and it creates a humanity there that was taken away from them by the press, by the media. Yep. Also, I think there's a difference. You might know that on an intellectually level that, oh, you know, AIDS treat, victims were treated badly. But then when you see it as like a, on a one-to-one -one basis, as you do in this, yeah. it just makes it, you know, it clarifies it, doesn't it? And you kind of realise how and how scared people were and how ignorant. And I remember that John Hurt advert, which was a big thing when it came out on TV oh, about AIDS. God, yeah. It was massive. It was terrible. The advert itself was like a sort of terrifying wasn't it and and when you're watching something like that as a child you're like oh my god there's just a big gravestone coming down and we don't know what AIDS is what did you think of the Keely Hawes character well I thought the Keely Hawes character was it was complicated wasn't it because she had a, she was so she loved her son but she couldn't cope with the truth about him and yeah, I, do, I, I felt conflicted by her, but I, I didn't hate her. I didn't hate her as a character. I thought she was played really well. Did you? Yeah, it, it was difficult because at first, she, you know, you had a lot of sympathy for her. And then she turns into this harridan by the end of it, doesn't she? She's not a harridan. I, I, I did have sympathy for her at the end as well, but she wasn't particularly likeable at the end. No. But it was, I thought it was really a great show. Um, I wouldn't watch it again. I think it's interesting, too. I think it's uh, real connected to the times right now because at that time, AIDS was, you know, we didn't know. And very much like uh, what we're dealing with now, we don't know. So I, I think there are some similarities, you know, that looking back, we can be like, oh, look at how we treated, you know, that. And now yeah. we're learning in this time we're going through something different. So it's, yeah, I think it's actually very um pertinent to this time is that yeah uh, pertinent? yeah yeah exactly um, but, but also um because we're going through a global pandemic there's a little bit of you thinking 
Oh, God. Take it easy. (laughs) Maybe an episode, take a break. Episode, take a break. Jeez, do I need to be watching this during a global pandemic? Probably not. It's kind of not comparable because obviously what happened with AIDS was, you know, it was stigmatised to a, a particular section of society, wasn't it? Whereas, you know, our virus is, you know, it's for everyone. But anyway... So uh, that's It's a Sin. Wow, what an absolute uh, roller coaster that was to, to watch. I can't wait. I can't wait. I basically watched that and then watched Marcella. I, I was going to say, what did you use to clean your palate? What did you use to clean the palate, Je- Jen? Jen, no wonder you're stressed out. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, but you've told me about it. It sounds really depressing. Oh, my God. It All is, right, Jen, I... so sell Marcella. Go. <laughs> if you haven't seen it. It's it's Anna it's Anna Friel. It's a an ITV production, and the first two series came out about. I think the first series came out about four years ago, and I think this series was supposed to come out earlier, but because of coronavirus, it came out a bit late. But honestly, every single series is just absolutely. It's a cop drama, but it's also a sort of a thriller. But also, there's it's just relentlessly bleak. I mean, you, there's nothing about it where you watch it and go, yes. More of that, please. I can recommend it. It's a really good series. Would I recommend watching it after It's a Sin? No, <laughs> don't do that. A hundred percent don't do that. But Anna Friel is brilliant in it and uh, it's, it's a great series. But um, yeah, after It's a Sin, I would recommend you watch uh, Bridgerton or something. <laughs> something. Have you Super seen Store, I think, is another one that's really funny no. right now. People are liking. Okay. Bridgerton, it's been good. That's a good one. A lot of sex. If you want to get sexy, watch some of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got very conflicted because the chap in that, I was like, do I fancy you? This is really, really freaking it's confusing. me out a little bit. Yeah. yeah Even some confusing. of the girls, I'm like, I think I fancy her. I don't, yeah. Yeah, th- absolutely none of the girls. But there's one chap in there, I was like, I am struggling with you. You are very hot. What? What's, what's going on here? Like, apparently, a menopause women... Um, suddenly get the horn on because it's their body go and get this might be your last hazard to get pregnant and so apparently for a lot of menopausal lesbians of which i am one uh, fancying men at this point is quite it's quite normal apparently wow i love that you're like it's normal i'm okay i'm okay there's nothing I, I, wrong there's with a little bit I of me that was like i'm questioning everything that i've <laughs> believed in about myself up until this point and like is it normal to have a fantasy about this guy but i'm like i'm just gonna go with it it's he's appeared in my dreams twice and they've both been sexy too much info? Edit that out. Okay. <laughs> Talking about horror movies. Here's the opposite of sexy. Okay, the opposite <laughs> of sexy, everyone. If you, if you don't want to be bothered with sex in your life, here we go. All right. So, my horror recommendation is based off a conversation that Maureen and Jen and I had. Uh, Maureen was saying that she likes scary movies where you're left to kind of imagine the scary, that you don't necessarily see the the evil entity or there's, it's not about blood and gore. It's it's kind of like, to me, it's a classic, it, it's a traditional style where what you can imagine in your head is scarier than what you actually see. So... My horror recommendation is a classic, and it was a um, a game changer for horror movies when it first came out. I would like to recommend to you, everyone, The Blair Witch Project. 
The original, uh. the original. I say this because at the time there was a lot of, is this real? Did this happen? The actors were hired. They were told you can't speak to your friends and family for quite a period of time because they wanted to create the illusion that this was real. It is based on, I believe it is three filmmakers who go to the Blair Witch Forest to investigate the Blair Witch. And for me, I just thought, I still love it. We still watch it from time to time just because it's about what you create in your mind that makes it so scary. So my recommendation is Blair Witch. I saw that in the cinema. Yeah. And um, I, I remember going to see it and there was all the hype where people were still going, are they, did they really go real? missing? What happened? Are, are, they, yeah. are, are they really dead or is this, you know, like we were still talking about that. Um, and uh, everyone I know that had gone to see it before me, like I, I, I went to see it really early on when it came out, but... People must have gone like the day before, a couple of days before, and everyone was like, oh, it's not scary. It's not even vaguely scary. And so I went in going, well, it's not scary. So I'll be, I was absolutely. On the edge of your seat. On the edge of my seat, shitting a brick the entire way through that. And at the end, I think I grabbed my friend's hand and dug my nails into it. I was like, mm -hmm. ah! I, 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 um, I thought it was brilliant and I find it really odd when something, when people want to slag something off because yeah. it's popular. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, some things I never got into. I never really got into Pulp Fiction. That I, I confess that was a film I never, I really got the hype about. But Blair Witch, I thought was, as a horror film, it just delivered everything. I think Maureen would even get a, you'd jump Maureen, but there's nothing, there's no, you're not spoon-fed. There's spoon no gore fed. at all. Yeah, you're not spoon-fed the gore or the grossness or like, yeah, it's exactly what I think terror is supposed to be built on, which is the scary things within our own minds. That's why I think it's a, it's a great one. It's a classic. It's an absolute classic. And do you know what? I don't think I could even watch it now. I think ah, I'd be too scared. There we well, go. if you can't watch it, I can't watch it. <laughs> well, yeah, and more you don't watch it on your own because you I won't mean, be able to go to I sleep. I scream at Indiana Jones movies, so, you know. Okay, it's not for you, Maureen. Jurassic Park, it's that type of thing. Jurassic Park, come on. Yeah, when they suddenly appear, it's scary. Yeah, maybe this is I'll give you. her that. I'll give her that. I'll give you that. <laughs> Okay, brilliant. That's fantastic. Thank you very much, Alison. That is an absolute classic uh, horror film. It's always good to go back to the classics. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And now it's going to be Maureen's cultural uh-huh. corner. I haven't started it. Maureen. Hello. I'm going to start that again. But now it's time to move over to the left-hand side of my screen. I don't know where she is on yours. Uh, and it's time for Maureen's Cultural Cuckoo Corner. I've just realised we should really talk about Book Club because we've had Book Club, well, obviously W2B hasn't been streaming. And so we've missed out on a few books. Um, Home Going by Yayati. Everybody loved that book. It deals with the black experience both on West Africa and in America. It's quite a daunting subject, but it's really well written. Every chapter is so well written, it could be a short story in its own right. Totally recommend Home Going. And then we looked at the My Year of Meats by Ruth Zeki, which talks about a Japanese American woman who has to try and flog meat to the Japanese and uh, looks into race and culture and uh, the meat industry in America. And this might be why I've suddenly decided to eat uh, more vegan food. And uh, the, book <laughs> the book we're doing now is Case Histories by Kate Atkinson. Oh, I've read all those. Oh, they honestly, it was so brilliant. I had like 100 pages to go and I was meant to be working in inverted commas. And I just stayed in bed and read the, read the last 100 pages. It is brilliant. Jackson Brody. Jackson Brody. It's, yeah, but you fancy him, don't you? Yeah, he's quite. Yeah. Also, yeah, he's played by Isaac. Uh, what's his name? Jason Isaacs, wasn't he in the on the TV series? Yeah. yeah. But uh, we've got book club on the twenty third online book club. And if you want to, more information, just uh, go to Facebook and do WTB book club. Um, but all three books are brilliant. And as I said, the, the one for this month is Case Histories. Totally. I mean, Kate Atkins is a, it's an amazing writer, anyway. But this is... she's brilliant. Oh, oh, she's really, really good. And uh, I, I have read the most recent Jackson Brody novel, and it's not as good oh, okay. as as the original ones that she wrote, like but, where, however long ago. Because this is a, it's a crime novel, but you've got it's it's kind of like just also like literary, just pure literary. You've got three kind of murders or disappearances, and they all come together in the end. And it's so well written. It really is, and funny as well, isn't it? She's yeah great turn of phrase uh, she's brilliant and uh, th- th- there's another kind of a uh, couple of books i recommended to you i think life after life and uh behind the scenes at a music of the music that's really funny yeah it also deals with uh having problems with your mother which obviously uh none of us could could relate to having a absolutely no i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> no idea no idea so no. that's that's book club so that's it yes kate atkinson she's one of my favorite authors thank you very much maureen um and is that that's Cultural Corner. Great. That is Cultural Corner. <laughs> it's the Cultural Corner. And that's Cultural Corner. <laughs> oh, God, I can't. I, I'd never get a job in Woman's Hour, would I? I just don't think that's, we've established that. No? Okay, good. <laughs> uh, who'd want to be a Kardashian? That just seems grim. Can we stand by that, everyone? <laughs> 
Is it, let's get to my favorite part of the show. Uh, and I, Maureen, I know it's yours too. Uh, we want to know. Uh, no, my favorite is my part of the show. Oh, <laughs> Just go with it, will you? Oh, dear God. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, like. I understand why your goat gets got. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, what is getting your goat? Oh, apart from the relentless eczema on my eyes. Um, <laughs> Uh, what's got my goat? Well, I think you covered it in your uh, um, problem section, Alison, with Ask Alison about the, this third lockdown. I mean, I, I can't even get angry about it. I'm just exhausted by this this third interminable lockdown uh, with my children, homeschooling. Now, you know, I'm not a teacher and I think from my Instagram feed, people can see I'm struggling. I actually was doing homeschool with, with them yesterday and the big one said to me, Mama, I feel sick with homeschool. You've... And I said, what do you mean, darling? And he said, you've made me sick with homeschool. And I was like, oh, my God, I am so bad at teaching. I have made my son unwell from my... <laughs> uh, so, I, yeah, it's exhausting. There's no time out. I'm either teaching or I'm doing some sort of housework or uh, cooking. I'm and definitely endeavouring to do writing in between, and mostly in the evenings. And then, of course, the occasional Zoom gig. So, look, it's I know on, on the face of it, listen, I'm like uber privileged and I need to wind my neck in. But on the other hand, I am exhausted and uh, the eczema around my eyes is growing by the second. And I think it's almost becoming some sort of weird impetigo. But other than that... I am surfing the wave of optimism and I'm definitely going to take on some of the advice that you gave earlier on, Alison, because I think that's really important. As I said to you, I will be CBDing and I will be vitamin Ding, and mm -hmm. I'm going to get off social media. That is, I think, is going to be the, my best bet for a fuller flavor in WTB. What do you think? I, I think so. And hey, I'll tell you the best CBD uh, BD oil. I'll tell you later on what I think. I've, I've done research in this country, so I'll tell you what I think. Um, but can yeah. I get it from a, can I, where can I get it? Just you can buy it in this country. You can just order it. They'll deliver it right to your door. Oh, okay. I mean, Canadox is the brand I like everyone. They are the best in this country. Yeah. Canadox or Panadox? Uh -huh. Canadox. C-A-N-N-A-D-O-X. Oh, I can feel like a sort of Canadian connection here. Is there? Canada. No, no, actually, that's oh. not. I found out about it because what's the guy? I should know his name. Is it Tim? Tim Lovejoy? Is, or what, Maureen's ex-boyfriend? <laughs> something Lovejoy. Nick. Oh, Tim. Tim Lovejoy. So I think. Yeah. Oh, on the on the Sunday brunch. Yes, he did yes. a big long podcast with the uh, Canadox, the woman who runs it, and he is an advocate now for CBD oil as well. And so when I saw that, I was like, "Isn't that interesting?" So anyway, that's I don't mean to keep going on about it, but no, but he um, he, he looks very upbeat, so maybe he's <laughs> that's the reason. I always wondered. I was like, "Why is he so happy?" And uh, now I know. He says why he I'm sleeps better on it. He says he gets solid sleep, even if he has less sleep, it's a deeper sleep. Sorry, okay. don't, I, I mean, don't mean to push this, everyone. Yeah. No, no, push, push away. In fact, if anyone's going to push drugs on me, I want it to be you, Alison. I'm very good at it. That's what's got my goat. This, uh, I'm sure it's got everyone's goat, but I know that there are things that we can do to make ourselves more positive and happy. And one of them is listening to this fantastic podcast with Jen Rooster, Alison Junesworth, and Maureen Younger. This has been WTB. I'll thank you very much and uh, good night. I, this is... I'm telling well, you, you really you went radio today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And I think if if anyone's from Women's Hours listening to this, I am open to for negotiation or whatever. <laughs> Speak to my agent. <laughs>
women talking bollocks. Thanks so much for listening. Please do continue to like and subscribe on our Acast page wherever you get your podcasts. And we're also on Patreon now, so we're going to be sharing extra content and we'd love you to join us there. And in a time where the world seems like nothing is the same, we are happy to announce that the Leicester Comedy Festival is going online and we are a part of it. Please join us, buy a ticket. It will be February 13th at 4.30. Tickets can be bought on the Leicester Comedy Festival website. 